Matt Step. It's the May edition of Tep and Step. Can you give people a preview of what they're in for over the next X number of minutes? Our long national nightmares almost to an end. Tep and Step. Your premium Texas high school football podcast from your friends at Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. I am the Tep Greg Tepper. And I am the Step Matt Step. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. And look, it's May. We send the magazine to press in 12 days. Okay. How many hours of sleep are you working on? About four and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is a podcast about honesty and I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. This show's going to be fine. It's not going to be an award winner. <laughs> We've got, we we're, this is going to be a tired tepper. This is going to be a scatter shooting episode because this really is the deepest, darkest depths of the off season right here. From a tep and step standpoint, yes. yeah, because the coaching changes are slowing down, mm-hmm. and even the ones that do happen are probably going to be internal hires. Yeah. The start of football season is still two and a half months away. We're just getting started with seven on seven, but the magazine really needs to get finished first. So it's, it's all, now we'll say this: the studio is incredibly clean. It's because we had Tobias steps in. We had get we your, had, oh, we had company over. We had your brother. We had company. Oh yes, yeah. We had, my, your, we had your cousin Tobias yes, over. My my six foot six cousin from Lancaster. <laughs> um, we, we I, I saw I see we we had company over. We, had so com- we cleaned up a little bit. That's, <laughs> it's the yeah. My my Mrs. Step. Thank God she's listening to this podcast. But I'm going to blow up her spot. She's real. So my my wife is uh my wife is Canadian, but she, her her heritage is South African. South African. She's South African, mm-hmm. so her, her my in laws are from from Cape Town, and in South African culture, there's a, there's the pop in. They call it popping in, mm-hmm. and it's basically where you show up unannounced, and it's cool. It's cool in their culture, like you show up. Dang. So you you're you, so when my wife gets word that someone may be maybe popping in, it's panic clean. Oh yeah. And so she's big on the panic clean. So uh, love you, honey. Um, but yeah, the real oh, it looks man. like the, it looks like we panic cleaned a little. There's bit. nothing. Well, and especially with, like, kids now, because kids just get crap out all over the place. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the I mean, we have, we have the one thing we figure out in my household is we can get Hank, who's now four and a half, to help clean up mm-hmm. if we put a timer on it. We're like, all right, we have to get, like, we'll turn on, like, the cleanup song, mm-hmm. and we have to get the room cleaned in that amount of time, which is cool by me, because, like, I... I want this thing cleaned as quickly as possible, yeah. but like, yeah, it's like we need urgency. Some motivation, yeah, urgency, motivation. That's all. Exactly, yeah, I like it. I, 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 shout out, Hank. This is your May 2023 off-season edition of Tep and Step. We do thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Coming up here in just a little bit, we are going to talk about coaching changes. We're going to talk. We're going to hand out some coaching change superlatives, uh, and we're going to talk about. As we're putting together this magazine, which again, going to press in 12 days, uh, as we're putting together this magazine, there are teams that have caught our eye. That that as you're going through, maybe you're writing a capsule, you're laying out a capsule, you're proofreading a capsule, you go, huh, huh. We're going to have some teams that made us go, huh, mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. up here in just a little bit. But first, Matthew, we will start as we always do with your Texas high school football fun fact of the week. 
presented by Country Meats. Thanks to our friends at Country Meats for being the official sponsor of the show. They're avid football fans like us and know that equipment isn't cheap. That's why they make fundraising easy and accessible to anyone from peewee teams to high school varsity. I'll add this. This is not in the copy points, but delicious too. Mm-hmm. Head on over to countrymeats.com. Use the discount code STEP10 to get 10% off your first order. That's discount code S-T-E-P-P-1-0 at checkout at countrymeats.com. Countrymeats.com. They're the best part of this episode. Shout out Country Meats. <laughs> Love you Country Meats. All right. It's once again another Matt Step time attack challenge. Uh-oh. I'm putting one minute on the clock, Matthew. All right. Matt Step, there are 16 UIL Texas high school football programs that have the word creek in them go um lake creek clear creek cypress creek uh oh gosh mm-hmm. uh creek view mm-hmm. uh, carrollton creek view that is um langham creek mm-hmm. um uh, oh gosh you're uh, at bastrop cedar creek good job uh that's six you got um, time got time Oh gosh. Um uh Sonic Creek. Try Houston, lots of creeks and lakes in Houston. Yeah. Um twenty seconds to go. Oh gosh, now I'm starting to draw. You're blanks. only at six. Jeez. You can do this. Come on. I'm i I'm drawing blanks now. I'm starting you know I'm starting to hit Ten Grove. <laughs> People are yelling um, at you in the car. Oh I know they are. <laughs> it's yeah. Gosh. Three, this is, two, I like these, one, good. and done. All right. So I got six. You got six. So you got Langham Creek, Cy Creek, Clear Creek, Creek View, Lake Creek, and Cedar Creek. Yeah. That's six. Here are the ones you missed. Keller. Timber Creek. Conroe. Don't curse. Oh, did, I, oh, did it come on air? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Conroe. Conroe Caney Creek. Katie. Maid Creek. I knew it was a Houston area. There's two or oh, there's two more. Yeah. Umble. Summer Creek. Alvin. Shadow Creek. Baytown. Goose Creek Memorial. Frisco. Oh, Panther Creek. Panther Creek. Yeah. San Angelo. Grape Creek. And then there's two more in the six memories you weren't going to get. Paint Creek in Haskell yeah. and Panther Creek. I didn't even think about West And then Texas Valera Panther Creek, which is also a Frisco. Like, yeah. Which, uh, by the way, that's like they're both the Panther Street, pa- uh, Panther Creek Panthers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I want to say I almost laid out the wrong capsule. <laughs> well, and uh, when you were doing the drop boxes, you drop boxed mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Pa- the six man Panther. Yeah, Valera Creek. Panther Creek. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there it is. See if you can do better. If you did better is than that. Is that the first curse that came over the, uh, over the air and from me? Probably from you. Yeah. Not from Pickle. She's cursed on this show. Pickle, let me tell you. Potty mouth pickle. Oh, she's cursed like a sailor all the time. There it is. I mean, before the episode, she shoved you up against the wall and cursed you out. She really did. I deserved it, though. There it is, your Texas high school football fun fact of the week. Let us know if you did better than Matt Stepp in the time attack challenge. All right, Matthew. I had a long day at my day job. Did you? excuse. I'm sorry, buddy. Let's talk a little bit about um, some... Coaching changes. Uh, there are fewer and farther between. We have mm-hmm. we've now reached the the end of the road, basically, mm-hmm. um, for all of these. Because and and it, I've said this on Tepid Step, but you're you're the expert on these types of things. I'm really of the belief that after about April fifteenth, if you're changing jobs, or like if if a job comes open, I should say, you 
got to lean pretty heavily oh, yeah. towards it, an internal 80, buy, 85% right? yeah. chances. Now, there's a couple that are open that aren't slam dunk internal hires mm-hmm. uh, right around this area. Mansfield Timberview and Sherman. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's a greater than zero chance both of those end up being external hires. Mm. So keep an eye on those two. Mm. That potentially uh, could okay. be could be happening, and, and, and Crosby too. I think Crosby's probably going to be an external hire as well. So, oh wow, interesting. Yeah, um, we would probably we probably need to talk about the biggest one um, that came down since we last um, since we last uh, talked, and that is the one that came down um, in Canadian. Now we, so if you didn't know, this was back late late April. Um, that Chris Ketting uh, announced his retirement mm-hmm. uh, there at Canadian. Of course, an unbelievable, unbelievable, like legit top 10 most successful coaches over the last decade and a half. Absolutely. Right? No question about it. He goes 163 and 25. Seems good. Uh, four semifinal appearances, a state runner-up finish, and three state titles. If Gunner d- doesn't exist, he probably has five or six. Oh, yeah. Titles. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, so you're talking about a guy who made the semifinals eight times in 13 years. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I will tell you that, and I'm not as clued in as you are, but I had heard that he was undergoing some health concerns. Mm -hmm. Um, A couple months ago, I heard that. And it sounds like, from what I understand, they put out a a statement about this This is not a secret that that is that is, in fact, what's 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 pushing him into retirement yeah it's it's unfortunate and and you know i had my own personal thoughts that i had shared with you mm-hmm. you know behind the scenes after coaching school mm-hmm. and because i just noticed something different with mm-hmm. coach ketting uh in our interview and, and just kind of you know i was like man he's you know he's slow you know sometimes you, you slow down a little bit yeah. as you get older that's that's a, it happens to all of us you know father, father time is undefeated mm-hmm. right so i just thought i just kind of chalked it up to that but then i started hearing some of the things same things you did and obviously uh uh, Coach Ketting uh, made the made the you know I think Coach Ketting could have coached longer. Mm-hmm. He he's got that program set up now where 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 he could he could still be around the program and coach and, and let his coordinators kind of do a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, but you know he made the decision that whatever time you know he feels you know and I don't think he he, he mentioned the word Alzheimer's you mm-hmm. know and, and and but now I don't think he's officially been diagnosed with that and prayers that he's not diagnosed yeah. with that here's hoping he's wrong yeah you know? um for the for the first time mm-hmm. probably right <laughs> um but uh he decided that he he wants to in, you know to sp- while he still is in good shape he wants to spend time with his family and i and that's a you yep know, totally commendable decision and 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 you know he doesn't have anything left to prove no. he's, he's done it all and he's won won a bunch so um you know i think it's one of those things it's it's tough and 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 but I, you know, me, as I get further along into this career, you know, you, these guys, you know, every, every, you know, we all get old, you know, we all eventually our time comes. So it's, 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 you know, you see it more and more and you hate to see it. Um, but I'm glad that he's able to, uh, he's still, still in good shape and still, you know, I called him, can talk to him and he's in good spirits. And so I, I'm glad that he gets to spend, you know, he gets to be, be with his family and, yeah. and enjoy, enjoy life. So. Canadian's going to be fine. Yeah. Andy Cavalier, the new head coach, the defensive coordinator, got promoted. Um, he's going to do a fantastic job. He's he's. I think he's out of Suns though. I think Cam- out of I sons. think Cameron's the last, the, yeah. the youngest uh, of the of the flying Cavaliers. He's a son of a head coach. De- De- his dad, Dennis Cavalier, was a 
very very well recognized head coach in the Panhandle, uh, most notably at Pampa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, Canadians gonna be fine. That program's in, in great shape, yes. and, and wish Coach Ketting the best. And uh, I'm sure we'll see him around at coaching school this year. He's a big part of THSCA as well. So um, it's it's a big opening, and, and I think it's it's one of those things that you know we'll see if Can- you know maintaining that level of success is really really hard over the amount of time Canadians done it. Mm-hmm. So. Will we see a drop off? It's you know the odds are probably at some point because you just can't keep yeah. it up for that long. But I think Coach Cavalier was the right choice here, and I think he'll do a heck of a job. And, and for my money, going into twenty twenty three, Canadians the favorite in three A Division two to win a state championship. E- They're on that short list. I'll say that. Yeah, if, I'm, if you, I'm, yeah. You put a sports gun to my head right yeah. now and ask me who's winning. I yeah. mean, just regardless of I the mean, coaching change, they're they're my pick. You go back. I mean, you go back to that state semifinal. I mean, they were they were leading with a minute and a half to go or whatever it was, and, yeah. and gave up a drive that you know. Yeah, Gunner went on a championship yeah, drive. That's did. what championship teams do. But Canadian. They, I mean, they would have they would have beaten Poth too. You know, like yeah, yeah they would have been the, the uh, favorite yeah. over Poth. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's probably the biggest uh, the biggest coaching change that we've we've seen in, in the past couple of, of, of weeks. And certainly, we we wish uh, Coach Coach uh, Ketting the, the very best. Uh, Clear Lake down in Houston, shifting gears a little bit down in Houston. Uh, there was kind of a, a, a big stir when um, Clear Lake came up because Larry McRae, uh, the the longtime head coach there at Clear Lake. You've been the head coach there seven or eight years. Seven years. There for a while. Um, leaves to go become the offensive coordinator at Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive coordinator at Allen uh, under Coach Lee Wigginton, they have hired Langham Creek offensive coordinator Donald Lawrence to be mm-hmm. their next head coach. Um, and, you know, again, May 10th, that is a, an external hire, which is, a, 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 you know, strange. But but at the same time, you know, they, they obviously found the guy that they wanted, Don Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence is a pretty well-respected coordinator there in the Houston area. He's been been around uh, some good – I think he was in, uh, spent some time in Pearland, if memory serves mm-hmm. correctly, before going to Langham Creek. So, um, you know, Clear Lake's got a lot back. Mm-hmm. On paper, they should be pretty good. I, I would say they're, they're a, a contender – for one of those playoff spots in 24-6A. So going, you know, late coaching change from the outside. They've had a complete staff turnover. The defensive coordinator um, at Clear Lake is now on staff at Humble. Mm-hmm. So they've, they're have they having to completely change things up. And so they're going to probably have to lean on that experience a lot this year because of the fact that you're going through a transition right now. So, um, But Clear Lake's a team that, that I had anticipated bef- before the coaching change to be one of the more improved teams in the Houston area this mm-hmm. year. Down, staying in the Houston area, this came down just about a week ago. Uh, Dennis Brantley uh, retiring uh, at after uh, ten years, ten plus years at Fort Bend Elkins. Yeah, he's been a lifer in Fort. He's been at Fort Bend ISD over thirty years. He's and been in the district for a long time. It's another opening in Fort Bend. Um, of course, Dulles uh, made a change with uh, with Shane Bird resigning after four seasons. They they end up uh, getting uh, Katie. Uh, uh, Katie Seven Lakes quarterback, uh, quarterback coach Bill Gary to be their head mm-hmm. coach. Uh, but between uh, Fort Bend Dulles, Fort Bend Elkins, um, you know they've, they've had to make some changes. I would have to imagine this falls into that category of late in the game retirement. You would think they're going to go with somebody internal. Yeah, that that would be my guess, especially in the district side. Now maybe that internal hire is not at Elkins. Mm-hmm. It may be an assistant from another school in Fort Bend ISD, but I think Fort Bend's going to keep this one inside the Fort Bend uh, biosphere, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we mentioned this on the last podcast, but, uh, but maybe it made it, made it, maybe it didn't, but, um, but Umble coming open with Marcus Schultz mm-hmm. leaving to go from, uh, to, to ponder up to the DFW Metroflex. Speaking of Marcus Schultz, he texted me just a minute ago because Ponder's going to play week six against Houston St. Pius. And one of the more, sure. ra- they, they, 
Ponder, Where are they playing? I think I think St. Pius is coming to Ponder. Dang, Ponder got their, their week one dropped. Like they got dropped mm. from their week one game, so they, they needed a game, so they found a game week six. Um, what a random. Yeah. Hey, you want to dance? Let's you know. Sure. You're at school dance, and it really like, it really is like who's available. Yeah. Like uh, like the lights have come on at the bar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, they promoted their defense coordinator Robert Murphy to take over uh, there at at Umble, so they have their new head coach. Uh, elsewhere, uh, things that happened since we last recorded. Um, I think this is actually a relatively savvy hire. Uh, so, so, okay. Fort Worth Polytechnic. We have not talked about the pirate, the, the parrots. Mighty parrots. For quite a while because the parrots, um, they've struggled. <sighs> They're generally terrible. They, I mean, they struggle. Struggle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've made a really nice hire in CJ Wilson out of yeah, Grapevine Faith. He's done a good job at Grapevine Faith. And I think it's it's another savvy hire. You know, it's the second former Dallas Cowboy in Fort Worth ISD. No, who's the other one? Philip Tanner. Phil Tanner, that's right. Southwest, yeah. Man, well, they've, they've got a type. Yeah, and they got, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> former TCU Horn Frog running back mm-hmm. Joseph Turner is over there at Northside. So clearly, you know, that, that's that's the type in Fort Worth ISD apparently. So uh, he's got a lot. Coach Coach Wilson's got his work. It's a, it's a rebuild at Poly. Mm-hmm. Poly it has long struggled as a program. They, they – you know, it's just it's just one of those places that's never won never won no. big at all, and have, has struggled to even find consistent 500 seasons. So uh, he's he's got to get the numbers up. That's the first mm-hmm. priority there is getting getting the numbers in the program up. You know, I think the dis, but I will say this about Fort Worth ISD kind of going off off tangent a little bit. This could be one of the better years in Fort Worth ISD football in a long time. Okay, just going to put that out there. With you're, you're feeling it. Well, with what Arlington Heights did last year. I mean, mm-hmm. going ten and two, losing to Canatillo in a close game. Mm-hmm. Odie Wyatt brings back the house, and they've got a D one quarterback. Southwest is going to be a lot better in Coach Tanner's second year of the full full off season. So, I would agree with that. Yeah. So I I think, and then Northside is is the job Joseph Turner's done at Fort Worth Northside because Fort Worth Northside was a bottom of the barrel yes. program. He's turned them. They produced a Division One recruit a couple of years ago. They they've been very competitive and they should be a lot better this year as well there's four actually solid teams in fort worth isd in the 5a district that's not even counting uh eastern hills and dunbar in the 4a district who i think are going to be better as well so this could be one of the better years in fort worth football in a long time you heard it here first folks he's predicting yeah. a fourth isd state championship that's what we do mm, here on this podcast all that but better um, year in fort worth isd um okay i do want to um talk about san antonio here for a moment um wendell harris Leaves to go mm-hmm. take over at San Antonio Burbank to go take over as head coach of San Antonio Lee. Mm-hmm. They end up and poach San Antonio Taft's defensive coordinator Michael Mull to be their head coach at Burbank. At Burbank, uh-huh. uh, Burbank was one of the better stories last year. Coach Harris did a good job. He really at, did at Burbank, and, and now he's he's got another. That's a he's, that's a build, man. He's, he's you know he, he's going to get more money. He's going to the suburbs. He's going from inner city San Antonio to Northeast ISD. But but that's Lee's the toughest job in Northeast ISD by far, and he's gonna it's it's got his work cut out. That's a that's a place that's been losing for a while. Yes, he was gonna need to the, have a little bit of that magic if if they're gonna get back off of off of the map. Uh, elsewhere, uh, things that have happened since then. Um, let's see. Um, oh, I guess we didn't get to talk about this, and this is probably again. Un, I, I guess again, I've been swimming. Um, we didn't talk about mineral wells. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well. 
That's probably, yeah. honestly, like after Canadians, probably the second biggest headline. Uh, Mineral Wells, uh, Seth Hobbs, um, he steps down after two seasons. Yeah, there was some, you know, the, the controversy with the ruler and the, the mm-hmm. physical contact with the kid, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But um, I bet Mineral Wells makes a good hire here with Cody Worrell. Cody Worrell, yeah. uh, the brother of, of Chad Worrell. He was the son. On, the son, I'm sorry, the son yeah. of, of, of Chad Worrell was on his dad's staff at Burleson for 15 minutes. Yeah, about, about three <laughs> weeks he was there, yeah. About three weeks, uh, but he was, uh, but yeah, he, he suddenly is now, um, he's, he's now moving uh, He's moving AD over. head football coach at Mineral Wells. Yeah, I mean, so. he's got to be one of the younger. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's, he's, in, he's, pro- he's one of the younger guys. He's probably going to be a 40 under 40 contender in 2024. Mm-hmm. I would say that he's going to be in that mix. Yeah. So. so, yeah, it's a good, good hire for Mineral Wells. He, you know, the success they had at Brock, you know, nearby, um, you know, he he was on their radar, so I I think Mineral Wells uh, made a savvy hire there. Ironically, his his uh, Chad Worrell's alma mater, Pilot Point, just opened up a couple of days ago. Uh oh, that's right. Pilot yeah, Kyle Point. Peacock mm-hmm. resigned, mm-hmm. Uh, so Pilot Point's open, mm-hmm. which is a one of the more tradition rich yeah. programs in the northern part of the Metroplex. Um, let's talk briefly about Brownfield. Brownfield came mm-hmm. open. Aaron Flores uh, resigned after four years. Um, they went and then they hired Jeff Lofton. Jeff, this mm-hmm. this all actually might have happened since we recorded our last episode. Yeah, this this all happened. Yeah. So so Aaron Flores re- uh, resigns. They hired Jeff Lofton. Um, you know where Flores went to coach, right? No. Flores is on staff at Lubbock Coronado. Oh, is he really? I yeah. did not know so this. We'll, we'll close that loop okay. here in a second. Yeah. So Aaron yeah. Flores l- resigns to go join the staff at Lubbock Coronado. Correct. They go and they hire Jeff Lofton, who was an assistant at Canyon West Plains. Did a, mm-hmm. I mean, that coach did a heck well, of a job. Former Idaloo head coach. Yes, former Idaloo head coach. Did a great job at Idaloo. Now on the staff there at, at Canyon West Plains. Mm-hmm. He's there for a week. I don't think he was there. I think it was like I think it was like th- he may have been hired for. I think he was on on campus for two or three days, uh, and then they announced that they're staying. He's staying in Canyon. Yes. So then they go and they hire to Herrick Brantley. Mm-hmm. To Herrick Brantley is co-defense coordinator <laughs> at, at Lovett Coronado and a former assistant at Brownfield. That is wild. And so you know, you know the 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 hot rumor in the Panhandle right now is is Lofton's announcement came. The same day that Canyon Randall head coach Galen Selman announced his retirement. Uh, so the if I was a betting man, I would say that Jeff Lofton is probably a prime candidate to be the new head, new head coach at Canyon Randall. Mm-hmm. So just okay, it's not yeah. been announced yet, but he's mm-hmm. it. The, the timing is uh, uh, interesting that the same day that that announcement took place, Lofton announced he's staying in Canyon. Um, yeah, I I would um I would say that. So uh, other another another um, make sure I get this right. Okay, let's also uh we we need to close the loop on another very strange off season for one gentleman, um and that is Cody Day. Oh yeah, yeah. Cody Day's had himself an off season. So yes. you may remember Cody Day, head coach at Colmesneal, done a nice job at Colmesneal. He did. He did. Done, done a nice job at Colmesneal. He goes. And he takes over at Price Carlisle. Price Carlisle, Clay Baker had stepped down to go uh, become the head coach at Henderson. Goes mm-hmm. to East Texas. A couple days after being approved, he steps down. Mm-hmm. And then, this past week, he was named the head coach at Elkhart. Correct. Can you tell me anything about what's going on? 
Mm, I think Coach Day got to Price Carlisle and maybe some things that maybe were promised to him during the interview process. Mm. Maybe didn't those guesses turned into no's once, once he was there. And so I think he decided that maybe this wasn't the right place for me. Okay. And... You know, I think he could have gone back to Colmesneil. Yeah, I think he could have. I, I mm-hmm. think Colmesneil would have would have welcomed him with open arms, but he gets a, a bigger job in Elkhart, there, three mm-hmm. division two school. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does there. Elkhart's kind of near Palestine, kind of mm-hmm. that's geographically. Um, so um, be interesting to see what he, how he does there. It's a big. It's a step up. He's going from a two AD two to a three AD two. So it's a pretty big step up for Coach Day. So so this is more or less going to close out coaching change season. Okay, this is the end of coaching change season. Yeah. There will be a couple scattered hither and yon. There will be annoyingly two that happen in after July. after the magazine comes oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Annoyingly, there will be two. You can touch on those on Texas because n- next month's episode, we're going to be pretty seven on seven heavy. Yeah. So we probably want, so you, if we hit coaching changes, it'll be touched on TFT. Yeah. So Texas football today, so, every day at noon. So we're going to hand out a couple of superlatives for the coaching change season. Okay. Knowing there'll be a couple more that will coming, but these are the ones we have. Matt Step, let's start with. The oh, we need a name for this. What's the messiest coaching hire you've ever seen? Coaching hire process. Ooh, the messiest. Gosh, there's been some. There's been some mess. Yeah, there's been some doozies. Allen's Allen's two previous ones were yeah. pretty messy. Um, there was one last year that, that was open like six months yeah, or something. There was. Uh, <sighs> There's so many of them they run together. We need to name it after like a particular job. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna. What gets your award for the? Uh, let's just say the uh, the most chaotic coaching change, coaching change, coaching search of the year. Cedar Hill. Cedar Hill. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably fair. Yeah, I, I think Cedar Hill. Probably no fault of their own. They they they, they identified candidates as no one would take the job mm-hmm. for a while, you know, and and so. You know, I think Nick Ward's a good hire, mm-hmm. and he's going to do a good job there. But but they had to go through the list, and and they went literally were planning to go to a board meeting and with the hire, and then like two hours before the board meeting, they was like, oh, "We're not making, we're not hiring tonight." So, uh, I will just to be different. I agree with you. To be different, I'll go with Austin LBJ. Um, now there's c- circumstances beyond everybody's control down there, but Jamal Fenner left in, like, January. Mm, was it, yeah, was it, even, it was early. It was real early, and then they promoted their defensive coordinator, Joe Rawls, on April 7th. It was like, yeah, Easter. Yeah. It's like Easter weekend. It was like three months to Three months to open. promote. To m- promote probably yeah. the guy you should have hired, who's done a great job there. Yeah. Like, it was, that probably gets my my one for the, uh, the, the, the messiest, uh, the messiest, the most chaotic mm-hmm. hire of the year. Uh, what is your what was your shocker of the of the off season? Ooh, what was your shocker. biggest surprise? The one that caught you the most off guard. You want me to go first? And maybe you knew this was coming. The go one ahead. that the one that that really blew me away whenever it came across was when Brandon Schmidt left Prosper to go to. Oh Anna yeah, that, that was that. I think I sat, we were we were on the Von Lane bus. We were to Houston for yes, our we company were. party. By the way, Von Lane, if you want to sponsor the podcast, we'll we'll. Well, Shout out online. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I, I I tapped you on the shoulder on the bus. And I was like, "Hey, Brandon Schmidt's leaving Prosper." You're That's like, a, that was a shocker to me. A yeah. straight up shock. Not because AM Consolidated is not a great job. It is, and you go down there, and if, especially if you win there, you're a king. Mm-hmm. But he has such a good thing going at Prosper, and by the way, they're going to be pretty good again this year. Yeah, and so 
for him to leave to go there, I think it's my pick for being uh, the biggest shocker of the uh, of the of the offseason. Do you have uh, one? for me? I would say the two big retirements, mm-hmm. John Kay and Tim Buchanan, mm-hmm. because I think those guys could have coached where they were and won a lot more games. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't get the vibe. Buchanan maybe a little bit that he might be retiring, but I thought he might try to go one more year, like maybe finish Alito in 5A, Mm -hmm. and then if they go to 6A, next realignment, maybe at that point Mm -hmm. pass the torch. The John K one, I remember when I got that news, and I was like, oh, this is is big. So those are the two that that, that surprised me the most, I'd say. All right, give me your instant impact hire of the offseason. The one, a guy who's going to step in and you think has an opportunity to win and win big. Um, so obviously, we're all products of the program that you're stepping into. For sure. But for sure. you are bullish on to uh, to to make some 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 hay. This is a good, I think I think Ruben Garcia at Kingsville is. Re, I'm not saying Kingsville's mm. going to win a state championship, mm-hmm. but I think he's got the ingredients to turn that program around. Mm-hmm. I really like Coach Garcia, and I think his energy and the enthusiasm he's bringing to Kingsville is going to get them pointed in the right direction to where they're they're going from being a, a real bottom feeder down on the coastal mm-hmm. bend to like not not state title contenders or anything. But I think I think he's going to get them turned to playoff contenders pretty quickly. Um, I think that that is probably right. I will go with Sean McDowell at Conroe Grand Oaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, very successful there at Richmond Foster, uh, taking over for Mike Jackson, who really helped to get that football, that program off the ground. He retires midseason. I think, and I think that uh, hiring, especially they hired him really, really early, I want to say. In the oh, end. yeah. Sean McDowell's. It might be before state championships. It was, yes. Uh, it was. Like Mid-December. I remember talking to him. I was in Corpus Christi when PSJ North played Corpus Christi Vets. Okay. Talked to him. And it was he, he. I talked to him before the hire, and he was, you know, we were talking about the job, and so, uh, you know, I think that was one of those deals where I think it probably happened the week that that later that week. So he so, wouldn't. He confirmed he interviewed, but he, at the time he didn't confirm he had the job. But I think he knew he had the job. So he got the. Talk. He basically got a full off season. Essentially, got a full full essence, off season. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have an opportunity to to make some real noise early on. Be looking for a Sean McDowell interview next week too, I know. because uh, I'm going down to Houston. I'll, we'll get into that in a minute. And finally, I don't know. Part of me wants to name this the Terry Gamble Award because what I want it to be is. A hire that when it gets like when it happened, nobody was really talking about. But you and I, like when when Terry Gamble got hired at Allen, mm-hmm. when they took him from Hewitt Midway, he was probably not the splashy name that people were looking for at Allen, especially mm-hmm. coming off of like the Kyler Murray years. But like you and I were both like, that's a really good hire. Yes. He's a really good coach. He did a great job mm-hmm. at Hewitt Midway. We'll call it the Terry Gamble Award. What is the what is the hire that's flying under the radar that you're like? that right there like you're doing the the leonardo dicaprio like snap and to like lean forward point at the screen thing i think mike ludlow at white oak is going to be one mm-hmm. to keep an eye on i think i think he's going to be one that that is going to do a great job mm-hmm. and i think travis chrisman at oh, yeah. eagle side those are two that, that i'm really like those guys are going to do a good job i've said it before i think i said it on the previous podcast but i'll go out east nacogdoches darby house yeah, Darby House did such a great job at Poteet, mm-hmm. and but because Poteet is like way off the beaten path, and it's like you know a three A program that like you know 
hasn't really had that kind of high-level success. Mm-hmm. People may not realize exactly how good of a job he did there. But Darby House, that is a home-run Grand Slam hire there for Nacogdoches, and I think they're going to be really happy that they got him. So anyway, that is going to close out coaching season, change season. I'm sure we'll be real mad next time we do this podcast because, like— I don't know. There's still some big jobs open. I don't know. Gary Joseph's going to take the job at San Antonio Brackenridge. And mm-hmm. uh, and and then Katie is going to hire Nick Saban. And the magazine will have gone to press. So I'll be yeah. real mad about yeah, that. will be upset. Next time here. Anyway, every year. Anyway. It's a, a tradition unlike, unlike any other. It is now time to play a little game here on the podcast that uh, I'm going to call... Huh. Okay. Uh, by which I mean, we've been working on this magazine. We've been. Mm-hmm. I'm. 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 I desperately want you guys to see it because that means I don't have to look at it anymore. Mm-hmm. I've been staring at this bad boy. Here's a question: When the magazine hits the press, how long before you actually open the magazine to look at it? Like two weeks. Two weeks. You, you give it two because weeks. inevitably, 100 percent of the time, first first page I'll turn to. It was a mistake. Up. Happened last year. Happened last year. Uh-huh. I flipped it open and had a mistake on it. Now, a lot of these are mistakes that like nobody else is going to notice mm-hmm. um, because it's like a formatting mistake or it's just like a continuity mistake or something like that. But like, I'll find something and it'll drive me nuts. So we've been kind of pouring through the magazine. Like we've, for example, we've, pr- we've finished our predictions. We've finished our, our rankings mm-hmm. and things like that. And so we've been kind of, I know you've written 500 plus uh, 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 previews. Uh, I've been laying out all these pages. Mm-hmm. I want to hear teams that you get their questionnaire, you write up their preview, for me lay out their pages, you're proofreading, things like that, that you, they, they come across and you read them and it makes you go, huh, Okay. By which I mean, maybe a team you hadn't been thinking was going to have some some big run, but suddenly you're or and it doesn't even need to be that. It could be a team that was good last year, mm-hmm. but a team that, based on what you've learned in the last six weeks or so, has you feeling bullish. We got okay. we'll, we'll, we got three three. We've each I got, got three. three. I got I've got three, three as well. You, you got, are you going to pull them up on your on the on the Dropbox when I'm going to pull read them, them off? Yeah, I'll pull them okay. the Dropbox. Okay, so what is your what is your first one? So we'll start in the DFW Metroplex hmm. Class Six A. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the Eaton Eagles are going to be a team to watch. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. start with the quarterback, Noah Lugo. Uh, he's They got a ton of skill talent coming back. They bring a lot back. I think Eaton, Eaton and Byron Nelson are going to really be fighting for that second second position. I mean, it sounds like Carroll's oh, well. a favorite in the district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between Eaton and Bi- – the Eaton-Byron rivalry is going to really heat mm-hmm. up this year because they're, they're, they're both going to be good. They've got to have a name for that, don't they? I don't know. I, I'm actually planning on going to that game yeah. week 11. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it, and if you look at Eaton on paper, they're going to be pretty good. Keep mm-hmm. an eye on Ellis Miller's okay. ball club. Um, so that was a team that was four and six last year. This is a team that also lost six games, but did win nine of them. Matt Step, I think I'm all in on Harmony. I would say Harmony is the favorite to play for a state championship on that side. I of the next year. I was I thought that they were I. Th- Here's the mistake I made. The mistake I made was last year when they beat like Dangerfield and they made it through Region 3. The mistake I made was saying, oh, wow, look. They, they just like the classic case of a team that got hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. What I realized in putting together the magazine is that actually they just grew up. As the season went on, I think their quarterback got hurt 
in the game against Seahorn, Dangerfield. Yeah. Boston uh, Seahorn. He got hurt in the in the regular season game against Dangerfield. He got he got hurt, and so they took some lumps. But dude, they were so young last year. Well, do you remember last year at State Seven on Seven? You're gonna need to remind me. Harmony was. We were like Harmony made a run to like the semifinals in Division three, and we were all oh, like, I do remember this. We were like they had the big tight end, yeah. And, and, and the we were watching Boston Seahorn dice people up. They got a six two two hundred eighty pound tight end, yeah. And we were like, who is this team from East Texas? Yeah. That's, and, and what do you know? Uh huh. Seven on seven. I'm, I'm telling you, sometimes it does help. I am all yeah. in on Harmony. I'd say Region three, Region four, right now three D two. I think Harmony, if if Sports Gun, yeah, I, I, I said Canadian. I, th- I think I think Canadian Harmony State Championship. I think they're. I mean, dude, they bring back nineteen starters. Yeah, they graduated state semifinals. They graduated seven kids. Yeah, seven. Like they're load. That was shocking to me whenever mm-hmm. that that came across. So that was that's one that I am. I'm just again a good team, but I'm all in on now. Just fully fully invested now. All right. Who's your second one? Gonna go out of the Houston area. The Sweeney Bulldogs. Mm. This is another team going through a coaching change. Went one and nine last year. They hired Jay Seibert from Rockport Fulton. Mm-hmm. Get this Tepper. Mm-hmm. Rock Sweeney gra- brings back twenty five Letterman. Do you know how many, how many players they graduated? Two. Two. Two Letterman have graduated. They bring back twenty one starters. Plus, their JV was four and five last year, mm-hmm. so the, a competitive JV team. Oh, and by the way, we're going to add in uh, Ace Seibert, the All District quarterback from Rockport Fulton, mm-hmm. who is now at Sweeney. Now at Sweeney, so basically, he's the eleventh returning starter on the offensive side of the ball. I think Sweeney is going to be one of those teams that makes kind of like Kingsville makes a massive jump in year one. They're okay. they're going to be they're going to be a lot better, and I think they're going to make a huge step forward. So, the Sweeney Bulldogs. I'm going to stay kind of in, let's call it Greater Houston. Um, so one of the teams you're going to hear us talk a lot about is Frisco Emerson. Frisco Emerson went 9-2 and two last mm-hmm. year. In their first year of varsity play, Coach Kendall Miller did a great job. I kind of want to take that same idea, but a team that I think is flying under people's radar. I think there's a decent chance that Iowa Colony makes a big leap this year. Uh, Yeah. I think there's a chance that they are. The more I read, first of all, like they've got the classic like second year varsity program. Like they didn't graduate anybody; they bring mm-hmm. back everybody mm-hmm. from last year. And the record's ugly. They went two and eight. But if you start digging in, that's the thing. Dig into that record a little bit. A lot of close losses. They were in a lot of games, and even some of the games that like kind of got away from them. That like the the box score isn't pretty, but like it. Like for example, Needville. Needville in the district finale, they end up losing by 15, but you dig in, you're like, oh, you were in until like, this is like a two-point game mm-hmm. in the final minutes. Like, it just kind of got away from you. If they learn to finish, which second year, bringing all these guys back, mm-hmm. I think Iowa Colony is a team that, that, like, when I was looking over them, I'm like, this team looks like one of those teams poised oh, yeah. to, like, make that, make that second year and leap. You could throw... I'll throw bon- Frisco Panther Creek is in that mm-hmm. in that boat. Frisco Emerson's in that boat. Canyon West Plains is kind of in that boat, but West Plains actually was 
pretty good last year. Yeah. They, they actually went like eight. They went to the second round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So there's several of those second year programs that that are going to make be really competitive and really strong. San Antonio Davenport, I think, is yeah. technically year two. They're going to be another one. So a lot of young programs that have a chance to be really good this year. I, I would agree. All right, do you have one more for me? A team yeah, that made go you way go way out west to El Paso. Oh, and I'm going to talk about the Chapin Huskies. Mm. Uh, four and seven ball club last year. Bring back 16 starters, nine on offense, seven on defense. 28 Letterman, only lost 10. Mm-hmm. JV, 7-3 and three last year. So all these things to me, when I'm seeing this, I'm like, okay, these guys are going to be better because you, you, you bring back a lot. You're adding in a successful sub-varsity team. Maybe those guys don't start, but now you've got some quality depth at a 7-3 and three ball club. And their best player last year was a freshman, mm-hmm. Davion Singleton, mm-hmm. the athlete. Uh, he's probably going to play quarterback for Chapin, so he's going to have the ball in his hands every play. There's two dynamic sophomores in El Paso, and Ray Ray Estrada, the running back at El Paso, El Dorado, and Davion Singleton, the a- athlete at El Paso, Chapin. Both these guys are 2026 mm-hmm. players and are really dynamic Division One prospects. So you throw all that in – I think Chapin's going to make a big leap forward. They're probably my favorite. I, I think they're going to take Canateo out this year and win the district and mm. be kind of that sexy El Paso team to keep an eye on come playoff time because of all the talent they have coming back. Their best player was a freshman, so that leap from his freshman to his sophomore year is going to be extensive as well. El Paso, Chapin, keep an eye on those guys. Okay. All right. Who's my last one? Uh, there's a couple that I'm 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 intrigued by, but okay. And part of this is that I think that the, because of the youth movement and because they have had history in the past. But I'm going to go kind of north, and I would like to interest you in the wares that the Hawks of Iowa Park are putting down. Okay. Okay. Iowa Park, third year under Coach Michael Swenson, they go four and six last year. Really, really young. They bring back nine starters back on offense. I think they're going to be able to, to, to hum a little bit. Quarterback Parker Allen's a good-looking kid. And furthermore, I also, like, the more I look at that district, right, the, the District 3, so it's it's the Jim Ned, Breckenridge, Vernon district. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little, I don't know. Jim Ned, Jim Ned's going to be pretty good and probably the class of that district. Mm-hmm. But I think Iowa Park might be second. Breckenridge lost a lot. Breckenridge got wiped. They got wiped. And then it's like, like we paid a lot of attention to District 4 because Brock, Paradise, stuff like that. Paradise is going to be back. Paradise is going to be really, really good as well. But And Brock's not going away. But I do think that if there's an opportunity for a sleeper there in 3A Division One Region 1... It could be a team like like Iowa Park. I think they've got they've got a lot to like there. Uh, that's one of the teams that I'm I'm particularly interested in. The other one, by the way, one more that I just want to I want to shout out uh, because I I just thought of it and I, when I was I did not write this down, but I should have. Um, I'm into Houston Yates a lot. I'm into Houston Yates a okay. lot. Okay. I think that they are. Again, a second year under Rafael Thomas, that helped. He got hired really late. Yeah. He got hired like in July. He's got the quarterback back, the Jaquan Bradley, mm-hmm. or Brandon rather, mm-hmm. and he's a dynamo. Um, uh, they can win that. This, I think they're going to win that. I think they're Washington graduated really heavy, and, and they lose their they're coach. still going through a coach. I think, they I think they're going to win, so. win the district. Yeah. I, think gonna I think Yates is going to win the district. I don't know if they're they're necessarily going to be able to, to punch with the Chapel Hills of the world and the East Texas teams, but like I think Yates is going to win that district, and I think okay. they're for real. So there you go. There's some teams that made us go, huh. Just keep an eye on those teams from Come Magazine. Magazine. And we made it 43 minutes, and I'm going to be honest. 
That feels like a, a yeah. real. Now, here with your Country Meets Road Tour, because yeah. you're back state. By the way, we're in this, I guess we, should, we didn't even mention this, but you yeah. are back from Canada. We're in the same studio right now. I am. Uh, I'm looking at, at your handsome face right now. So, mm. uh, yeah, shout yeah. out to Country Meets, our friends. Love 12 you. delicious flavors go to, to from. go to countrymeats.com step 10 is your, yeah, is step your 10 yeah. uh, so yeah I'm 7 on 7 so uh, I'll I'll be out I was out in Kilgore last week you were in our Slack chat yeah. going nuts about Pleasant Grove yes Pleasant Grove <laughs> and they qualified yes they're they're gonna. I mean, Josh they, Gibson told me in a, he, on the interview that it's gonna post later this week this is he, he this is his he feels this is the most athletic team he's had at Pleasant Grove that's and, saying including something including the 2016 dude. state champion because that 2016 team was, was really good and they were they like the words athletic. They were loaded at yeah. all places. So like they, they they impressed. They were mm-hmm. they were really good. Okay. They they qualified. We'll see them. You'll you'll, you'll get to see them in College Station. Mm-hmm. You you can make your own judgments about on the Hawks there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in Kilgore. Uh, did not get to hang out with John King at the baseball game. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't didn't run into him. I stopped. Ta- by the way, Longview running back Taylor Tatum, excellent baseball player. Like yeah, he strikes me as one of those kids who's just really good at everything. He's, he's really good at baseball. <laughs> um, did eat at a country tavern in Kilgore Saturday. Oh, and outstanding ribs! What a treat, good barbecue. Um, so I had. Uh, I'm dieting. I've lost a little. I've lost a little weight. I'm trying to trying Looking to very svelte. Trying to trying to get uh, less thick. Only one C on my thick. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I had. I had the turkey plate, but I did get two ribs. I got a couple of ribs on the side, and I got a bonus Texas uh, tavern. It's called a tavern Twinkie. Just a bacon wrapped jalapeno with brisket stuffed inside. So I did get that. But I had to. <laughs> Other than that though, you're dieting. Other than that. I mean I had turkey. I mean, that was good. <laughs> Come on. I'm with you. I think I support you in everything you do. Uh so yeah, it was good. And then uh, so this week I'll be in the Houston area. Uh Friday night I'll be at Sci Falls for their SQT. Mm-hmm. Friday night uh, Friday night SQT. Uh Saturday I will visit Sean McDowell at Grand Oaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, stick a microphone in his face and talk to him. Mm-hmm. Next week, uh Memorial Day weekend, I'll keep it local. Uh, Justin Northwest. We'll keep it local for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, June 2nd, June 3rd. June 2nd, I'll be local at Arlington for their 24 team SQT. Then mm-hmm. June 3rd, I'll go out to Abilene for their uh, Division One SQT out in Abilene. Uh, June 9th, we'll be at Grapevine. That's a Friday morning SQT. That's the one that uh, I don't think yes. you made it to, but like Pickle and, yes. and Ish. I've, been there. I've and, done it before. Yeah, uh, Friday morning. So fr- depending on – it's vac- it'll, it'll be vacation season for the editorial staff mm-hmm. here pretty soon. But I think you'll be back from vacation. What what weekend is that? June 9th. That is actually – Pickle will Pickle be, will be gone. I'll be here. Maybe, maybe you and Ish. I don't know if, you know, sneak out and go yeah. Go out Friday. I will, be, it's, I will right, be here. It's, it's literally five minutes from here. It's mm-hmm. down the street. And then June 10th, I'll go to Tyler. So Big East, Texas. Yeah. And then uh, the last week of the season, I will be at Midlothian Heritage on June 16th. And then I'll go back to Houston June 18th for that last Sunday, the final one of the year at Sam Brown. Mm Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'll be during SQT season. And then we'll all be in College Station June 22nd to 24th. Uh, I'm sure we'll have. Uh, we'll have, a lot have we of announced that we're doing? Are we have we announced anything about our coverage plans for that yet? I don't think we have. I don't think so. But you can probably expect a lot. You of You can the expect same. a lot of the same cool stuff that we do in College Station. We'll hang out with our friends. We'll have shenanigans. Mm. We'll have golf carts. We sure will. We'll big eat dumb good hats. food. Big dumb hats will be in the, in the house. It'll be good. Um. So the next episode, if you're looking for the next episode of Tep and Step, it'll probably be like June 19th or June 20th. Yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm off on June 19th. So I think I'm just gonna oh, come in on June 19th. Yeah, we'll do just do it on Juneteenth then. Yeah, yeah. Um, celebrate Juneteenth with a, a uh, seven with, on seven with episode. a seven on seven yeah. preview episode. But then, but here's the thing, Matt. The biggest thing 
we made it through the off season. Yes, we, we did made it. it through the off season. Like yeah. the banner just came down here in the studio. Yes, it's, it's, yeah, we're, we, we've hung the banner. A- Adam is in the corner hanging the banner as we speak. Um, yeah, because oh, we got seven oh seven in June, and then mm-hmm. July is coaching school, which that, that's. Did you go back and listen to our coaching school episode last no. year? Do I need go to? back and listen to coaching school tap and step from last. It, it is a treat. It's it's the wildest episode we do. Because like, oh, we're. Not, we're we're we're, t- we're dead tired. We're tired. We're, we're we've, loopy. We've we have we are socially exhausted too. Like it's just it's it's but it, it literally turned into a, a a timeline recap of what we did in coaching school. Yeah, it was. Remember the one where Pickle? We asked Pickle what time she got back in the morning, and she said it was like four. And then we yelled at her for. Oh my god! You know, so it, it, go back and listen to coach. If you want to go back and listen to a tap and step, coaching school tap and step from July 2022 is is a treat. Well, we'll do another one in uh, in July 2023 in Houston from this year. Houston from H Town. So we'll have new content. Yeah, we'll just be more. I got to talk to you about where we're going to eat in Houston. I know we. I know you, you're a big. Spanish I'm, listen, guy. I'm open to more things. I know Houston is a is a rich bouquet of. Well, of I'm gonna go to El Tiempo. Okay, gotta go to El Tiempo. I'm in. I mean, where's um? Do we know where our friends at the Black Coaches Association and the Hispanic Coaches Association are having their parties? I've not seen any announcements yet, but I have heard rumblings that Jason Todd is having a, a shindig that we are invited to, maybe on Saturday night. So keep an eye on that. More to come. More to come. More to come. That's our social schedules. Just yeah, that's a tease. Because guys, it's almost summer. It's summer's fun for us. Summer's fun because yeah, all the magazine up, is done, and then it all leads up to football. So yeah. it's like it, yeah. Football. Once we get this work crap out of the way, yeah. <laughs> then it's like we just yeah. get to fart around. I'll tease, a, tease ahead. I'll, I'll be appearing on TFT on Ice Cream and Scotch Day, May twenty sixth. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I'm coming in for mailbag mailbag Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to be done with this magazine. I'm excited for you guys to see it. I'm also excited. We want to you to see it. Be done working on it. Yes. If you <laughs> haven't, oh, yeah, if you listen, you're a subscriber. Yeah, but so. if you have friends, tell them to subscribe so they can get the magazine early. It's yeah. the best deal. It out really there. is. You get text and live it's with it now. Fifty bucks for the year, and you get. I mean, it's text, honestly, it's 50, everything. It's fifty bucks for text and live or the magazine, basically. Tell your but friends. You get like, if your friends are crazy. football fan, high school football fans, they're crazy not to do We've this. We've underpriced it. I'm mad. We have underpriced it bad. So take advantage of us now while you can. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for being a day. Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Step, thanks for your courage. Thank you. Talk to you next time on Tep and Step. Step.